I'm Brent Musburger. This is your home for the Brian Hanks Show and the VSIN Sports Network. Bet on the Bull, WRNF's Kinston. And welcome to Hour 2 of the Brian Hanks Show presented by Lenore Community College. Today is Friday, December the 22nd in the year of our Lord 2023. This is Hour 2 of Episode 995 of the Brian Hanks Show presented by Lenore Community College. If you missed our first hour, you missed a really, really good uh, first hour. We had Paul Whittington on. He's our Carolina Hurricanes, NHL, and NASCAR expert. Hey, uh, you'll be impressed by this, IP. We even talked a little professional bull riding, okay? <laughs> you were listening intently because you wanted to know about professional bull riding, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, 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 no. I don't blame you. <laughs> Listen, it's Friday here on the Brian Hanks Show. You know what that means. It's TGIF with IP. Did I ever tell you who came up with that? It wasn't me. I wish I could say I came up with TGIF with IP. You know who it was? Um, I remember you telling me, but I can't remember. Danny Foray. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Uh, one of your assistant coaches, IP, yeah, too, yeah, over yeah. at uh, Kinston High School. I threw it out there when I was talking about it back in the summer, when you and I had talked in the summer about – thank you, baby. When uh, you and I had talked about it in the summer of, uh, of you know, you coming on, being our NIL uh, athlete this year here in basketball, and I threw it out there for the listeners. I was like – what would be a good name for this? Because, you know, we did Trez last year. We had Tuesdays with Trez, with Don Trez Styles uh, when he was at Carolina, now at Georgetown. Man, he sends me a text almost immediately and said, TGIF with IP. Huh? Huh? <laughs> that was genius. Yeah. I, I, see, I see, I don't know if I should keep bringing this up so much, though, because I probably should pay him something for <laughs> you know <laughs> this little thing that we do here. But, uh, man, it's good to see you. We yes, do this sir. every week. Well, let me say this. We've got uh, Isaac Parson in here with us sitting across from me in the big chair. We've got Isaac or Isaiah Parson. Do you know how many times I've almost called you Isaac on the mic uh, at, at Kinston Games this year? Uh, I don't. A I lot. Mean, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> like you'll get in a game, which, by the way, we're going to talk about your great game that you had this past week to, or this past Tuesday, too, here in a little bit. But, uh, man, so honored. We do this on the phone. Let's see. We've talked to you from West Virginia. Of course, from Winston-Salem. I think we talked to you from uh, Pennsylvania one time, didn't we? Yeah, Bowie. Yeah. and Now, we didn't talk the to airport. you from uh, yeah from the airport one time. <laughs> yeah, because you were trying to be polite. You are like, oh, yeah, you were talking like real low like this. Yeah. So, what is this? I wanted to ask you, uh, Isaac Parson, Winston-Salem State University, leading scorer for that team, and just a team that's just on a roll right now. I mean, you guys are playing so well. But I wanted to ask you about this, uh, TGIF with IP. What is this? been like for you so far this year um i feel like it's good we get, i get to talk about like what's going on in the week and what we have uh what kind of games we got coming up and the scout stuff like that so i, I like it yes sir so I, I feel like i'm getting you ready for a media career what do you think yeah definitely for sure you know yeah you yeah, know what practice yeah well see i don't know where you're gonna go after winston salem state if you're gonna play you know try to play uh, which Heck, that's the next natural question, too. You're a junior right now. Have you thought about what you're going to do after uh, Winston-Salem State? Are you going to try to play professionally? What, what What's on your agenda once you uh, graduate from uh, WSSU? Uh, yeah, definitely. I, uh, I've been thinking about trying to play professionally, but I have another year left, too, as well. So, yeah. you know, it just depends how the season goes. Sir. You know what? One of the things I get asked about you a lot, and I mean, especially after your appearances here and just the great season that you're having, uh, in fact – I think you're put, putting yourself in line for uh, maybe MVP of the CIAA this year, dude. You really are. I think you're you're going down that road. But I've heard people ask, and I'm going to ask you this question here live on the air. I'm not ambushing you or anything, but I keep hearing, God, wouldn't it be awesome to see Isaac playing over in Greenville? 
you know, maybe, you know, take it, you know, his senior year. And I know you love Winston-Salem State. You've done a lot of great things there. But what if Isaac Parson is the MVP this year? And what if you guys win the CIAA again and win it back-to-back? And what if you're the MVP? You know what I'm saying? You do all this, you lead him uh, maybe even to a Division II championship or at least, you know, deep into the play, uh, deep into the NCAA Division II playoffs. Would you uh, entertain a thought of maybe uh, going to Greenville? The, oh, by the way, which I should mention, the alma mater of both your parents, too. Is that something you would consider? or are you? It, it, I'm just I'm throwing that question at you. Or are you a ram through and through till you die? Uh, yeah, I would entertain it. It just okay. depends. You know, just got to talk about it with somebody. But I would entertain it. So uh, you can go a little bit deeper than that if you want to. So, I mean, so if somebody <laughs> from Greenville called you and said, uh, hey, you know, we've seen what you've done. You've done just about everything. You've won, back, like again, back-to-back CIAA titles. That's something you would consider. What what would factor into that decision? Um, I just think what would factor into that decision would be like what kind of what kind of conversation me and the coach had. Like what 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 would be my role on the team as far as playing the point guard? You know, because I know they got Bobby and um, Cam yeah. as well. So that's all. Yeah, but Cam, this is his third stop. Bobby, is he a is he a junior or what is he? He might even be a senior. Uh, I'm gonna have to look that up. Yeah, I don't know. Is that something? You, I mean, uh, well, let's talk about your experience at Winston Salem State, though. From where you started to where you are now, again, winning the title last year to what you're doing right now. Hey, rate 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 your experience that you've had so far being a Ram. Um, definitely a 10 out of 10, you know. Okay. I don't think I would get any other experience at any other college that, you know what I'm saying, just all the lessons that I've learned, uh, the experience that the coaching staff has, you know. They um they do a good job at um, teaching me, you know. Of course, I was hard-headed at first, uh, first couple of years. But, you? And I'm yeah. being no, and I'm not being sarcastic. Yeah. You don't seem like the hard-headed kind of kid to me, dude. Not hard-headed, but just – I don't know. I, I'm kind of getting it now. You know what I'm saying? What they were trying to um, get me to understand last year. And I think just just me being hurt, I got to see what they really wanted for me and, and the team. Okay. Well, uh, I, I just looked it up. Bobby and Cam uh, are both juniors. Yes, sir. So uh, you guys are all the same uh, class. same class there then for sure. Yeah. Well, I'm going to – believe me, we got a lot of Winston-Salem State talk that I want to do here in the next little bit. But uh, – we got your little brother in here too. How before I even ask him his first question, how proud were you of him? His best game he's had all year here in the 23-24 season and you were there to see that. What how, what did that mean to you? I was definitely proud, you know, he just battling back from some injuries, so I just know he needed a little confidence booster. So, you know, I, I was proud of him for sure. IP2 Isaiah Parson joining us here. Pull your uh, mic right there a little bit closer to you there. Oh, uh, what did it mean having uh, your big brother in the stands and even having German in attendance too for that game? Uh, it meant a lot because, um, you know, I got to perform in front of my brother. You know, I can't just not play good in front of my brother. So I always had to show out in front of my brother. I love that. Let me ask you this as, you know, and I if you remember your senior year, I put together a list of the top point guards in Kenson High School history, and I came up with – Steve, still, even to this day, I don't. I wish I had the list right here in front of me. Still, probably number four, number five, all time in the history of uh, Kenson High School point guards. I mean, you have the same initials. You have uh, you wear the same number too. Yes, sir. 
how much how much pressure do you feel on you trying to fill the the shoes of your big brother at Kenson High School? Um, it's a lot of pressure. I mean, it's a lot of pressure, but I don't really like take it too hard, like, cause I know, like, I know I have time. Like, I know I have time to get myself right and do what he has done. How proud are you to be following in his footsteps? Very proud. Very Why? Proud. Um, cause I get to do what my brother did and do what he didn't do, or do what he tried to do, which was, you know, the ultimate goal, which is uh, get a championship. So. I love it. I got to ask you. Okay, I'm, I'm pivoting back over here to you. I'm going to call you guys IP1 and IP2. Is that all right? Yes, sir. Very good. Yes, sir. IP1, remember how I've had you uh, do scouting reports on uh, Amaji and on Jeremy and all that? Yeah. Give me a scouting report here on IP2. Um, scouting report, you know, big, stocky guard, you know. Um, he's short, but he got heart. Um, he likes to go left, even though he's right-handed. Um he can shoot the ball for sure whenever he does shoot the ball, but definitely. he got He's good He's good on defense, too, because he's physical. Yeah, definitely. How would you defend him? Um, how would I defend him? Yeah. Probably pick him up 94 feet. That's <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Hey, same thing for you, IP2. Uh, give me a, a, a scouting report on your big brother. Um, real quick guard, fast guard. Um shoot the ball. Um, uh, amazing passer, amazing ball handler. Can get any shot he wants. Um, likes the mid-range a little bit. Um, how to defend him? Yeah. Uh, do it. They have been doing him this season, just doubling him. Okay. Well, very good. Well, I got to tell you, uh, we're very honored, too, to be joined right here in our plush well-lit studio uh, here on Whitehall Drive. By Jeremy Dixon, one of the best pure shooters. I always say about you, IP, one of the best point guards in Kenson and Lenore County history. One of the best pure jump shooters in our neck of woods. Uh, joining us here, Jeremy Dixon. How are you doing, young man? I'm doing good. You got to give doing? me some love for my hat. Come on now. Yeah, man. Yeah. I had this way before you guys. I don't know if I've ever told you all this before, but uh, you know the very first college basketball game I ever went to was that? Winston-Salem State. I grew up in Wilkes County, which is just, you know, right up the road from you guys, uh, northwest crazy. of. So uh, the very first game was, uh, and in fact, my sophomore year in high school went to uh, Big House Gaines' uh, basketball camp yeah. at yeah. Winston-Salem State University. Yeah. So uh, Legendary coach, man. Oh, the, one of the best of all time, for yeah. sure. First time we've talked to you this year so far here, uh, yeah, Jeremy. Uh, just, uh, I, man, you guys have just gotten off to such a great start. This year, uh, you've been in the starting lineup now for the last six games, seven games, something like that. What is the difference in your game from you personally and then even the team? How much you've helped the team here over the last month, month and a half? Uh, I would say uh, just a year of experience and being physical. Um, I'm growing in the game. Uh, I'm maturing in the game. So, you know, just being here a year kind of helped me a lot uh, to – Kind of coaching new guys, still learning. You know, it's real fun just going out there competing every single day. Uh, and you know, I'm, f- I'm from here, so oh, yeah. you know, just that grit, that dog, automatically in me. So just got to go out there and play hard every night. Absolutely. One of the questions I remember asking IP once he got to Winston State and got in the rotation and everything was that there is a huge difference between 
playing at Kenston High School and playing at the high school level and then going to the CIAA level, what would, to you, Jeremy, were those biggest differences between being a star here at Kenston High School and uh, playing up at the next level? Uh, it helped me, but uh, at the same time, it's, it was a lot different, uh, especially with the speed, the physicality, because um, you're coming from high school playing against kids that you grew up around to going to college playing against grown men uh, that could be close to 25 years old. Um, so you really got to grow up fast. Um, you got to learn the game fast. You don't really got as much time as you did in high school to learn the game and to get better. You really got to kind of go at the pace that they're telling you to go. Um, once you get past that part, the game gets easier. You start to gain confidence. You start to you know, get stronger, get mentally stronger. Uh, you start to get physically stronger. So, you know, that's pretty much the difference for me. Well, here's the thing that I'm as proud of as anything with you guys, and, and I really am, is academics. I mean, we had uh, Nick Nick on here yesterday, uh, you know, and you know what he's doing at Carolina, obviously, academically, and uh, well, he stepped away from football, but I, I saw it up on Facebook. I can proudly announce, I love this, that both you guys, Winston-Salem State University Dean's List, and I'll start with you on this, IP. How proud are you? I mean, because that's something you and I have talked about here on the show on uh, TGIF with IP is that, I mean, academics play a major role in what you're doing up at Winston, doesn't it? And how proud are you that that is now part of your resume as being a student athlete? Uh, definitely. I feel like it's a big accomplishment, you know, just trying to uh, finish out my senior year strong and just do the same thing next semester. Uh, what about you, Jerm? Uh, same thing you said, big accomplishment, uh, especially as a sophomore. Uh, my goal is to graduate uh, college with a 3.5 GPA or higher. So I just got to get on them books, man. <laughs> okay, I, I'm going to be – it's total honesty time here for you guys. Uh, Brian never saw above a 3.0 in, uh, <laughs> in my six years of college, okay? So uh, what you guys are doing is uh, is just amazing. Let's talk about what you're doing on the – I tell you what, I, first off, I've got to pay a bill here real quick. Got to thank our good friends over at UNC Lenore Healthcare. They are the exclusive sponsor of the big interview every day here on the Brian Hanks Show, nestled in the heart of Lenore County, right here in Kenston. UNC Lenore Healthcare's mission is to ensure exceptional health care for the people it serves. Uh, UNC Lenore Healthcare has a medical staff of more than 100 physicians and offers a range of specialty services and technology you would only expect to find at hospitals in larger cities. Visit UNC Lenore Healthcare at 100 Airport Road right here in Kenston for all your healthcare needs or call them at 252-522-7000. You can also email them at info at Lenore.org or visit their comprehensive website at unclenore.org. And again, uh, thank you to Beverly Jenkins, all the folks over at UNC Lenore Healthcare for being the exclusive sponsor of the big interview every day right here on the Brian Hanks Show. And, uh, man, we it doesn't get any better than this. Uh, we got TGIF with IP with Isaac Parson. We got Isaiah Parson in here, uh, known as IP2 in some circles, known as uh, Zay in other circles. And then uh, Jeremy Dixon, man, one of the best uh, jump shooters in the history of uh, of uh, Kinston and Lenora County uh, joining us here on the show this morning. Uh Man, this season that you guys have gotten off to so far, uh, IP, if I had told you before the season began that you guys would be, uh, as I'm pulling it up here, 9-3 and three right now, 3-0 and oh in CIAA play going into, uh, going into the Christmas holiday, uh, how, how pleased would you be? Did you expect to be better, worse? Where would you expect you to be right now? Um, I feel like 
the expectation was there. Um, I felt like we were going to do what we're doing right now. Um, I just testing on that too. Us going hard in the preseason, the things that we did in the preseason with Coach Hill, like chemistry wise, because I know we got 11 new guys. So that was the only part that I was worried about, was the, just the chemistry that we had. But I wasn't worried about like what we was going to do on the court for sure. Well, some of the things you guys have done this year have just been amazing. Like I said, nine and three, three and on CIAA play. Jeremy, uh, basically the same question I asked him: What? Uh, how proud are you of where you are right now? And is this where you expected to be? Did you think you'd be better? Did you well, realistically going into this year? Uh, I'm pretty much expected this, um, especially with the coaching staff that we had. Uh, like you said, coming in with eleven new guys, seven returners. Uh, returners kind of had to, you know, pull them along, but at the end of the day. Know, we got a coaching staff that's going to win regardless. So I wasn't really, you know, worried about the winning aspect. Kind of like he said, I was kind of worried about the chemistry. Uh, whole new team, whole new, you know, game plan a little bit. But, you know, we adjusted. So we're pretty good where we just got to stay home on going to second uh, semester with the same mindset. You know, well, you were part of the team last year, obviously. Uh, but one of the newcomers, one of the 11 new players was Amaji this year. What what has he brought to the team, Jeremy? We've, this is a question I've asked you several times, IP, so we're going to get uh, Jeremy's point on this. What what is what has Amaji brought to this uh, Winston-Salem State team this year? I would say dominance, man, um, and a lot of wisdom, especially him coming from D1, uh, graduating already. So he already got that experience at a higher level. So this level is a little bit easier for him. Um for him to understand the game, for him to dominate, go in there and um, just do what he does every game. Like, he's, he's a Maje. He's just yeah. gritty. We call him a silverback gorilla. Like, he's really like, <laughs> he's just going I'm sure he's going to love hearing that over there, but, yeah. I mean, that's this. He go in there, he get it done, man. Rebounds, scoring, block shots. I was about to say, yeah. that's the thing that's impressed me the most, guys, is just the number of block shots that he has at this point in the season. Yeah, he always looks out, get blown by, he's going to block it in. <laughs> <laughs> he good, but yeah, he dominates for sure. How how I wouldn't say I'm not gonna put words in your mouth. I'm not gonna say weird or whatever. But when you hear that he's interested in coming there, did uh, did you help uh, get him to Winston Salem, or how did that how did that happen? <laughs> we been trying to get him, honestly. <laughs> like we really wanted him there. Um, well, I think did you want him there like before, like I can. I love yeah. this. I love y'all have this conversation here. Go ahead. Yeah, I tried to get him like two years in a row. Yeah. I tried to get him when he was leaving UNCW. And when I found out he was leaving Charles and Southern, I hit him up again. Yeah. So, yeah. How yeah. much does that kind of stuff go on? Because it's not, I mean, in this day and age of NIL and transfer portal and all that kind of stuff, hey, first for you, IP, how how much of that conversation goes on, especially with guys like Amaji that you played against when you were in high school? Um, You know, we have discussions, you know, it's just – just checking up on guys, how they doing in college and stuff like that. And we just want the best situation for them. You know, we see um, they're a 252 guy, so and when you get a 252 guy, it's just, you know. You know, it's, well, it's like Jeremy good. said, you know they got the dog in them. Yeah. So. Well, same question for you, Jeremy. I mean, your friends that you played in AAU with and that mm -hmm. you played against when you were at Kenson High, how much do you keep up with them and how much, like the situation with Amaji that, hey, we could end up playing together. Yeah, I mean, uh, I keep up with him a lot, honestly. Uh, like he said, like, that dog, just being from where we're from, it's kind of you got a chip on your shoulder, target on your back. So you really just got to go out there and play hard every night. So when you see somebody or you know somebody, like, around the area, you expect, you have a huge expectation. Like, you like you don't have no other choice but to go out there and play hard. So, you know, 
honestly, I keep up with the guys a lot. Um, like, so it was like coming in last year, like with Samaj Till and uh, yeah. Daquavius Wilkins and like players like that, players that I uh, played against, played with in AAU, stuff like that. So it's it's a lot easier playing with players who you're used to playing with. Well, very good. Well, thank you, Linda. Is is you like this behind the scenes stuff here? Uh, <laughs> uh, Linda getting Molly out of here. It just with all the cords and everything. I've actually had her like jerk headphones off somebody's head before, so I was trying to avoid that a little bit there. Uh, and well, as we wrap this up, let me go back to you here for a second, IP two. How much do you look up to these two guys sitting right here in this room? Uh, I look at them. I look up to them a lot uh, because obviously, because my brother, you know, and I played with him. Yeah, I played with him. Since we were, I don't know, like <laughs> little kids for like, you know. So I've been around him a lot, been around them too a lot. I get a lot of knowledge from them. You know, they're at the next level I'm trying to get to. So, you know, I asked them a lot of questions and asked them how they're doing and like, what would you do here? Why did you do this? Why Why did that go on? Why did that happen? You know, so, mm-hmm. yes, sir, I look up to them a lot. You know what I hear when I listen to UIP too and definitely UIP? I'm not so sure if this is the road mm-hmm. you're going to want to take, but – coaching and i think i've talked to you about this before is that something that once once again once you finish your college career once you finish whatever you want to do on the professional ranks too and this for all three of you but i'll start with you ip and this will be my final question here as we uh, wrap up here do you see coaching in your uh in your future i mean your dad your i mean you do know about their grandpa right he's uh he is in the north carolina sports hall of fame he's one of the greatest high school basketball coaches in the history of this state do you see maybe uh, you following going down that road, IP? Uh, definitely, for sure. When uh, Boss stops bouncing, definitely. Is that something you're working towards too, Isaiah? Uh, I don't know. I don't okay. Know. It might. It it seems like it's a you know like a fun thing to do, but also it seems like it's hard to. I don't know. I might have to you know a couple years down the road see what it's see what it's like. Jeremy, there's no better communicator than you. I've told you this for years, dude. No, and I mean that in a serious way. You are. You're such a great interview every single time that you talk to you. Is that 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 thing seems to me that would translate well on the coaching side too? Is that something you've thought about? Maybe down again, as I said to them, maybe down the road might be in your future, or, or do you just not think about it at all? Uh, I wouldn't say I wouldn't think about it, but um, I mean, yeah, I would coach. Honestly, would uh, just giving back to the kids, giving them back knowledge. On giving them a chance to be where I am, because that's what they want to do. I know, like, you know, I'm. I'll put it like this: I'm going through like where they're going to be going through when they're like when I'm older and they're mm-hmm. kids. So I can kind of give back knowledge, um, teach them things, and you know, I like to win. So yeah. that'd be for real fun. Like, I'll be a real competitive coach. So yeah, I feel like I would coach. I hope you guys know, and this is what I want to leave you with, uh, and you too, IP too, but especially uh, Isaac and Jeremy, how proud we are of you. I hope you know that. Sincerely, I hope you know that. I hope, dude, just how much pride I take in, you know, being able to tell people whenever your names come up or whatever, these guys are from Kenson. You guys represent Kenson so well. Doggone it, your dean's list. You're going to be CIAA MVP. Ne- maybe not next year. Next year, you'll be CIAA MVP or first team. Dude, and, and you guys are from Kenston. So much. I just hope you guys know how proud we are of y'all. Okay? Thank you. Appreciate it. Yes. Very good. Well, listen, thank y'all for coming in. Uh, Merry Christmas to you. Uh, Merry Christmas to you. I'll be yelling out your name the rest of the season. Hey, yes, sir. just talk about his game the other night. You had to have been proud of him, Jerm. Yeah, man. About IP2 and his game the other night. I was telling Isaac, if 
he had his body in high school, man. Like he looked out there looking like a football player. <laughs> he, was, he real aggressive though, man. Trying to get him to shoot the ball, but you know. Hey, he really did you notice the difference when he drove? Isaac, that's for you too. And where you were one of the best drivers that we've ever had there. When he drives the lane, he he's got good body control and he draws yeah. fouls. Yeah, we were talking I'm about not your coach or anything here, IP2, but I I could see that being part of your game coming up, right? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. There yes, you go. Sir. Listen, yes, sir. thank you guys so much, sincerely, for coming in, especially getting up on – you guys are out for Christmas. You get up early and come in here. I appreciate you guys, okay? Yes, sir. Thank you. Let's thank get John and Jonathan in here. Let's play the birthday game with a special guest there, too, and we will wrap up uh, the Friday, December 22nd edition of the Brian Hanks Show right after that. It is Friday. It's finally Friday. It's the Friday before Christmas. Prove it, Brian. It's December the 22nd. Says who, Brian? It says uh, the yeah, Gregorian yeah, you calendar. Don't know, do you? The Gregorian calendar, right. Yeah. Thank you. Three days. To When's the last time you saw our Gregorian? I mean, how reliable are I they? thought, Jonathan, aren't you Gregorian? Uh, no, you're Baptist. I'm sorry. That's right. No, I am not. <laughs> no, you're not. I, I, I'm just going to be worthless today. I'm going to be. Uh, <laughs> today. <laughs> Wow. Uh, I mean, it's it's, it's Christmas. Yeah. No, it's three days before Christmas. So today technically is Sunday is Christmas Eve. Tomorrow is Christmas Eve Eve. That makes today Christmas Eve Eve Eve, right? Uh, it makes today Friday, Brian. <laughs> there you go. Let's call our special guest. How did you know we have a special guest, it John Dawson? It was just Dawson? a hunch there, Gregor Orn. Orn. Yeah. Oh, why, why I tell you what, before we call this person, why don't we uh, – we didn't get a chance to talk about it earlier this week. Uh, Eric Montross passed away on Monday, or it was announced that he passed away on Monday. I'm telling you, yeah. man, he was a warrior. He was a heck of a player for Carolina. I hated when Virginia had to play him because he was. He was dominant. He was strong. He uh, he played the game the right way. Yeah. And then on top of all that, too, from everything I know about him, and now I've met him a few times, but I've never I've never had a one-on-one with him, but I've met him a few times. Held the door for him, though, going into the media room at uh, the ACC tournament this past year, and he looked down at me and he said, thanks, bud, <laughs> or something like there that. You go. It was very nice, and I was like, thank you. I almost consider changing my name to Bud because he called me Bud. Like okay? you, I loved him as a player. Those yeah. were some of the golden years of of when I was really into Carolina basketball. Not just because they were winning; it's just even when they he they were full of players like him that you liked. And uh, I loved him also as part of the Carolina basketball radio team, or I guess the Tar Heel radio team. I guess he, I don't know if he called football. I think he just did basketball. But he was so good on the air with Jones Angel. And he was the combo. I've told you this before. He was a combo. It was like listening to a fan give commentary, but he was also a player, so he knew what he was talking about. And like like Woody Durham before him, if Carolina was doing th- something stupid or playing bad, he would say so. But guy, the guys are their mind is somewhere else. They might as well not be here tonight. Which in the last couple of years, he's had plenty of time to say that. Yeah. But you know that's that's a bad deal. We need to get Greg Colley on here sometime to talk about it. I'm sure he's met him. Oh well, I've, I saw some pictures today yeah. that he had of him, and I think of family members too. Uh, very tall. Well, yeah, yeah, only <laughs> seven foot. Yeah, but uh, I don't know, man. Just a gentle giant kind of guy, and uh, I kind of went down a rabbit hole a couple of days ago, like or back on Monday. He's like when Jay he Billis away. with Duke, you know, obviously. Nobody despised Duke more than me, but it's Jay Billis is one of those players you still can't. Why are you looking at me like I'm that? I'm not a Jay Billis fan. 
fact, I, no, I'm not trying to. You're uh, the only human I've ever met who has a problem. Do you with Jay like Jay Billis? Because yeah, I don't. Uh, when I was still watching college basketball, I didn't find find yeah, him to be play partial. Long. You to play long. <laughs> <laughs> but that's the beauty of this show. We're honest with everything on this show. I've never met a human who didn't like Jay Billis. I really my am dad not hates, a fan my of My dad Billis. hates Duke as much as I do and loves Jay Billis. The point I was trying to make before my cohort here ran over it. <laughs> boom, 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 boom. Was that even though, you know, people that despise Carolina, like Hanks, who doesn't really have a reason to, he still loved uh, Eric Montross, and he was, he was that kind of guy. He was. I mean, uh... Maybe during, you know, you got to remember, he was back at Carolina, what, back in the early, early 90s, 90s, 93, yeah. 94, something like that. Somewhere. Well, he won a national championship with him, too. Yeah. And uh, so, I mean, as a Virginia fan, I couldn't stand him. But then when I when I heard him on the radio. By that logic, you have to hate everybody that's not on Virginia's team, which okay. is psychotic. <laughs> well, have so you met me? So the only time, Thank the, you, Jonathan. The only pe- players you didn't hate were people that lost to Virginia. Is that right? Yeah, that pretty means, much. Well, there were years there they couldn't beat a Girl Scout squad. You know that, right? Wow. That's what made 2019 that much more special. Why would you hate a team just because they beat yours? Well, that doesn't make any sense. Know, I just, I, it, it, that's, 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 that's psychotic. Well, this person has not messaged me back yet. Well, tell so. me who it is, and I'll do an impression of them. <laughs> no. No. Why don't we? We're gonna. We're just gonna go ahead and call him and see if this works out here. (coughs) Eric Montross was also the president of the Rams Club, and he did a lot of stuff uh, donating to the Children's Hospital. So he was the ambassador. Every time they would do donations, he would be the one to go. Ah, that's awesome. That is awesome. Well, as you know, all week long here, and this is the final day of the week here on Friday, December the twenty-second. All week long, we've uh, had special guests here on during the birthday game. What Monday we had Jacques pass leg Tuesday. We had my fiance Linda. Wednesday, we had Forrest Dawson. Yesterday, we had Keith Spence. And now we have a mystery guest here uh, joining us uh, this morning here on the birthday game. Mystery guest, uh, say hello and tell us a little bit about yourself. Hello. Um, well, a little bit about myself. I am a mother of a wonderful son, and I have three stepsons. And I just love them to death. Oh, it can't get sweeter than that. It's our former co-worker, uh, John Dawson. Patrick the, Holmes? <laughs> no, that's not Patrick <laughs> Holmes. And and the mother of uh, our very own Jonathan Massey over here. It's Judy Strickland joining us here, making her uh, Brian Hanks show debut. How are you doing this morning, Judy? I'm doing great. Very good. Uh, Jonathan, say hello to your mom. Hey, Ma. <laughs> hey, Jonathan. I love you. Oh, isn't that sweet? You know what? We had Forrest Dawson here on the, <laughs> on the birthday game a couple of days ago. He didn't tell you one time that he loved you, John. It's implied, Brian. <laughs> it's not in his contract. <laughs> it, it wasn't in his he contract. He has as much therapy as you have, Brian. <laughs> there you go. Oh, man. Judy, that, again, I loved working with you the way I always described you when we worked at the Free Press together. We worked at the Free Press together for... Uh, Too long. Good Lord, yeah, for uh, 14 years. 
was uh, if you wanted somebody, if you wanted to talk to somebody who knew how to do everything at the freaking free press, I'm talking about from working back in the press to ads, of course. I mean, I think she could edit pages if she needed to, and you probably did at one time or another, I'm sure. That was what I loved about you, Judy, is, I mean, you could do a little bit of everything at the free press. Uh, I've, I've read well, some I of the tried, papers she did for school, so... <laughs> <laughs> I, I couldn't keep all y'all in control in that newsroom, though. That was the one thing I couldn't handle. Yeah, so that is Well, they true. hired people from Skid Row. I mean, what do you expect with that, with that <laughs> right, kind of money? Right, Well, how did you start at the Free Press, Judy? She needed a job. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, Francis Jones, who's, who was the circulation director, called me one day and asked me if I would be interested in a job, and I told her, sure. So I went in for an interview, and she hired me on the spot. And so um, I, I moved around from circulation to composing to advertising. I mean, it was a struggle, but somebody had to do it. Well, I mean, again, you had to have taken pride. And I don't, well, no, well, let me just say this. And, that, and I mean this in all sincerity. You could do a little bit of everything at that paper. I mean, if we needed, if uh, an ad was blowing out or if uh, something was wrong with the computer or something, that's what I always told my people. Talk to Judy. Judy knows how to do everything. You had to have taken pride in that. Yeah, I did. So all of those people coming to me was your fault. No, I'm just <laughs> yeah, all these years later, I'm finally admitting it to you. Yes, it was. Go ahead, Jonathan. Um, so, what what year was that that you started at the Free Press Mont? Nineteen thirty-seven. <laughs> wow. Yeah, something like that. I don't know. I, no. I got laid off in um, two thousand thirteen. I think it was, and I had been there for 28 years when I got laid off. So so you started there when you were six? Yes. Yeah. Okay, well, yeah. let's, let's just lie to people then. <laughs> um, no, okay, so I, I have a couple questions. Who's your favorite child? Who's my favorite what? Child. Child? Yeah. Um, child or grandchild? Now, see, here we go with this. I, mean, I'm just I tell you, I have one kid, and people forget about me. <laughs> if I introduce myself, my name is John. Nice to meet you. Hey. <laughs> no, I'm saying welcome to the club. Oh, yeah, yeah, I got yeah. you. Yeah, no, so, right. this is true. Okay. I go to my grandparents' house or my grandma's house for all the holidays and occasional Sundays, birthdays. Used to, I come in, everybody, hey, Jonathan, want to talk to me. Now, hey, Maris, and nothing, crickets. Yeah. Jonathan gets now. That's nothing. not true. Now uh, I do. I always say after that is, "Hey, Jonathan. Hey, Summer. Where's hey, Maris? Austin. I do. Yeah. Now, if Maris, well, you know, Maris is with you. But when you come in, I'll say, "Hey, Jonathan. Where's Maris?" And you're like, "She's coming with Summer." <laughs> Can you? How beautiful is that grandchild of yours, by the way? Because we love <laughs> us some Maris in this house. I'm telling you. Yeah, I just love her. And we just went shopping this weekend, and all she wanted was her Juju. Oh, Yeah, but Juju got a bad back. Oh. So, she does have a bad back, but I'll, I'll, I, I mustered it up and, and held her, though, right? Yeah, well, all Juju wanted after about three hours of that was to go home. <laughs> <laughs> Traction. Traction was necessary. Hey, I do want to uh, listen, and, and I say this with the with you, have Judy, having the knowledge that I'm getting married, what, in eight days a week from tomorrow on the 30th? But I, I you know what? I, I wanted to have you here on the show for 
for a couple reasons. One, just to, uh, you know, for, for Jonathan's benefit. But I I love you, Judy. I mean, you, you've raised a good young man over here. Uh, I appreciate you when he was a teenager that you would let me take, because, you know, with me not having any kids or anything, you would let me take him on trips and, uh, man, just basically took him all over the country. I mean, up to the Northeast to, uh, well, we've been to Atlanta. We went up to the Midwest and all that. And you trusted a guy that you didn't even really, you know, I don't know. Is this uh, a, a thank kind you? Of an indictment of no, but I will say this. I, I will Epstein say plane. this. <laughs> <laughs> you um, made her I laugh. You appreciate... made her laugh. I love it. <laughs> I do appreciate the fact that you spent so much time with, with him and that you loved him like he was your own yeah and you did the things with him that he did because otherwise he wouldn't have been able to do all that stuff well i like i said so uh, i do appreciate that the the only and i don't even call it a regret because heck i think we all three got closer to that incident up in uh, philadelphia when uh, your boy when we found out that your boy over here was uh <laughs> well what's the term epileptic uh, epileptic yeah epileptic. We had to, I will say this. I'm 54 years old, Judy Strickland, and I've seen a lot of things in my life, okay? I have... I've just let's just say I've seen a lot of things in my life. I spent some time in the army. I've uh, you know I worked for uh, newspapers for years. I've seen a lot of stuff. I've worked for the county and public information and seen bodies laying in the street before. Okay, I have probably if it's not the scariest moment of my life, it would definitely be in the top two or three. Was that moment up in Philadelphia when your son discovered that he was epileptic? And uh, <laughs> I don't remember it. Oh, I know you don't remember it. But uh, do you I remember, remember everything about that phone call when you <laughs> called me? That tell day. them, tell them, because I really don't. I've kind of blitzed <laughs> out. What did I? I, so well, you I know you were my very first a, call. Yeah. Right. It was on a Sunday morning. It was 8, 10 in the morning. And you called me and I answered the phone. Judy, I'm being for real. Does Jonathan have seizures? And I said, no, he's not. He doesn't have seizures. Well, I think he just had a seizure. What do I need to do? And I said, call 911. <laughs> and, you know, I got on the phone. I got on my cell phone. I called my mom. I had her come to my house. I got on the phone with my sister. She booked me a flight. So, I mean, I packed a light bag just to carry on. And I drove to Raleigh. It took me 50 minutes to get from Hookerton to Raleigh. <laughs> my flight was 50 minutes from Raleigh to Pennsylvania. I called you as we're taxiing up the runway and told you we had landed and we were um, taxiing up and you left the hospital, drove up to the airport. I had got off the plane, walked straight through the airport as you were driving up. And that's and like the hotel y'all were staying in was like one block from the hospital. I mean, nothing could have worked out more perfect in a bad situation. Well, here's what's crazy, and I mean this, Judy. I don't remember going to pick you up. I'm serious. I Neither don't remember do I. that. <laughs> I know you don't. I don't remember that at all. I tell you, you told me to call 911. I remember that, and I just remember being shocked. I had barely, Judy, mm-hmm. barely hung up the phone with 911. It couldn't have been. And I'm not. This is not an exaggeration. I do remember this. It couldn't have been more than 45 seconds or a minute, and they were banging on the door with a stretcher right. and everything. I mean, they, you, what you said was true. They were that close to the hotel. They were like right next door to the hotel and they were over there. And and I remember him uh, punching one of the uh, one of the nurse or one of the uh, paramedics. That was good. That was really about the only comical part of that whole part where she I had, had it coming. <laughs> she had it coming. <laughs> Do you remember me well, telling you, you about tell that, me right? Six, 
<laughs> yeah, you did tell me it took him like five of them to yep. hold him down when he was coming to. You know? Yep, and uh, and he did. I mean, he cold cocked a uh, a paramedic. I mean, and she was. If I'd have been her. I would have been mad. I mean, dude, you didn't just barely hit her. I mean, you like punched her flush in the jaw. Okay. I mean, I already told you she had it coming. <laughs> okay. Anyway. Oh, well, now, Johnson, man. I didn't, I didn't raise you to hit women, but now uh, <laughs> I did raise you to, to, to take care of yourself. <laughs> well, you know what? I was, I was, I was stark naked. He was, and they were grabbing on me. They what was were. I supposed to do? <laughs> Uh, uh, well, um, because Hank no pays extra for that doesn't mean you have to put up with it. <laughs> hey, I'll tell you this, Judy. This is no joke. Once every period of time, I don't know, a year, two years, six months, I dream about that, and then I wake up and like in a cold sweat, just like, oh my god, like it has just happened again. That is probably no joke, and this is not anything. It's probably the scariest time in my life. And then on top of you know, it never. Oh, Mickens in the one says You know who's having a seizure? All right, all right. I knew we had to had to get that in there. All right, I'm like, go ahead. Beginning to wonder is there something y'all really need to tell me? No, no. No. Oh, uh, right. Anyway. Not, well, not that I remember. Judy, mm-hmm. anything else that you, uh, Judy, anything else you'd like to say to to our boy over here? No, I love him, and oh. I appreciate him for everything he's done, and I really love him, him and Summer, for giving me that beautiful baby. Oh, it's so gooshy and sweet in here. Jonathan, you're what? Be nice. Say something kind and nice to your mother. You know what? I'm about to shock you, Brian. Because I was I was fortunate enough to be raised by somebody that was not only willing to take on the role of the mother, but also the father. Because as we know, even though my mom doesn't like me saying this out loud publicly, I don't have the best relationship with my dad. And I probably never will again. But um, the, the benefit of all of that is my mom, uh, she, she had no problem going without when I was younger to make sure I went with. And to, to be able to say that, not, not many people can. Uh, obviously, most people come from two-parent households. I didn't grow up that way, but that's okay because I had the best mother in the world. Yep, you Aww. did. I have told you that many times myself, dude. She is amazing. Judy, you are. He is lucky. I, I, he, he's just lucky to have you. I mean, you. if every mother could be like you, Judy, this world would be a, a hell of a lot better place. Am I right, Jonathan? 100%. There you go. Judy, thank you for joining us here. Thank you. Thank you, Jonathan. I do love you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I thought she was talking to me. Thank you, and Brian and, and John, for being his friends and being there for him when he needs someone. Well, we we, we love him. He's a good kid, isn't he, isn't he John? Come here, John. <laughs> Jonathan's going in for a hug. Judy, thank you so much for joining us here. Merry Christmas, okay? All right. Merry Christmas. There Bye-bye. you go. That's uh, Judy Strickland. Dude, I did not know you had the capability to be sweet, dude. Well, that's my mom. She she gets the benefits that nobody else does. Well, there you go. What do you say, guys? We play the birthday game. Uh, Goikas uh, Technology Service Providers is a great organization run by Singular. John Pasilek. He sponsors this segment, and God bless him for doing it. <laughs> 
All the sweetness made him sick. Um, <laughs> if it weren't for Jacques, you wouldn't be hearing this right now. You'd be hearing um, two grown men arguing over uh, which uh, horseshoe game to bet over or something. No, no, don't you blame Jacques for that. Okay. Well, anyway, uh, if you want your uh, business to seek the next level, if you want to make more money in the new year, if you want your children to, you know, at least fake pretend to be proud of you, you go see Jacques and he'll get you in business. Back to you, Brian. How do you get a hold of Jacques Passleg and Technology Service uh, Provider over there, uh, uh, Jonathan? Well, you got to sneak up real quiet, like, yeah, <laughs> and grab him. Okay. Um, no, you dial 252-252-286-286-53-53-54. Or you can visit his two websites, goecoNC.com or whatisgoeco.com for more information, bucklesberry.com. There you go. I like it. I like it. Okay, uh, well, let's do a quick birthday game here on the final Friday of the Brian Hanks Show of the year 2023. Y'all didn't even realize that, did you? What? <laughs> nothing she sold a million uh, 11 million copies of this song megan trainer it is megan trainer indeed the song all about that bass there you go all about that bass i remember when this came out how john loved this you couldn't get in john's car without hearing this song play Hey, I know that look. That's the same look I get when I go to my happy place from assaulting people. Yeah. <laughs> hey, wait, what? <laughs> Do you, you know Megan Trainer, right? You remember this? You had to remember this song. This thing was like the biggest song in the world. I never for about heard it until you played it on this show. Are you serious? I'm just as serious as a heart attack. Thanks, Brian. <laughs> <laughs> heart oh. attacks are pretty funny. There you go. Hold on, hold on, chorus. Get ready. Because you know I'm all about that bass. No trouble. I'm all about that bass. I have a bass. No trouble. See, she's talking about bass and treble. Okay, uh, John Dawson, you get to go first. <laughs> she's bringing booty back. Uh, how old today is Megan Trainer? 28. You say 28. What do you say, John uh, Massey? Uh, I think she's well into her 30s. I'm going to say 29. Uh, how about she's just 30 today? Really? She was born uh, December 22nd, 1993. Today is her well, 30th birthday. Well, you take a one to nothing lead there. Uh, here, I'll let it play a little bit while I'm getting the I cannot the next wait song to ready. go look and see who he jumped over to get this in. You know, he who holds the hockey stick holds the power. If you would just have the courage to use it. Do not challenge him because he does have the courage to use it. I don't think he does. Do it. God. Okay, let's see. Uh, let, let's do this song. Animals, House of the Rising Sun. He was a drummer for this band. Oh, boy. I know that Alan Price was keyboards. Eric Burden was vocals. The drummer, Chaz Chandler, was bass. I can't get the drummer's name. Sorry. Barry? Manila. No. <laughs> that was good. <laughs> Wait a minute. Barry Jenkins. I would have never gotten it. Really? Yeah. Okay. Well, Barry Jenkins, he, you know, this band had two incarnations. Yes, it was called the New Animals. He was the drummer for both incarnations of it. Yes. The only member. Eric Burden was the singer for both versions. Oh, was he? Okay. Well, he was the drummer for both incarnations of this band, okay? You know what's funny? What? Animal was the name of the drummer for the Muppets. Based on Keith Moon. Yeah, you told me that. I like that. 
Barry Jenkins, today is his birthday, Jonathan. I love this. You had no idea about Megan Trainer. I don't know. You might have an idea about Barry Jenkins of the animals. Let me tell you what year this song came out, or do you? You can. It's not going to help me. Can I tell him, or do you not 65 or 6? 6. 63. Horseradish. <laughs> I don't know why that made me laugh, but do it again. Let me make sure. Yeah, 63. It was on the album. Best of. No. Well, I could have played it from that, but that's not what I played it from. Retrospective. I'm with, I, I didn't think that was. I didn't think they had anything out in '63. Well, this says retrospective, 1963, House of the Rising Sun. Now, don't look at it yet. You got to wait till after. I wasn't gonna look the drummer's oh, okay. age up. Well, it's your turn, uh, Jonathan Massey. How old today is Barry Jenkins? 85. You say 85. What do you say, John Dawson? 84. You went the right direction. He was born December 22nd, 1944. So he's only 79 <laughs> today. <laughs> yeah. So he was only 19 when that came out. Oh uh, yeah. Yeah, I, um, sense, they yeah. recorded that on, in a train car, by the way. Really? Put some microphones up in there. I ordered this from the sound shop when I was like 12 or 13 to get to 45, and it took four months to get it. Can you imagine taking that long to get a song now? And now I can just, plug, you know, deep a doop a deep a doop into my phone. and uh, Please don't ever make that noise again. deep a doop a deep a doop I said don't ever make oh, it Oh, I thought again. you said please make that sound again. All right, here's the hockey stick. <laughs> <laughs> Push me to it. One to one is tied up here. It goes back to you, John Dawson. She's one of the preeminent news people in our world. She was the first woman correspondent on 60 Minutes. She hosted ABC World News Tonight and Good Morning America. It's... Uh, Sawyer, Diane Sawyer. Ding, 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 Diane Sawyer. Did you know she was part of Richard Nixon's White House staff? I did. Good. Shut the front door. There's a there's film of when he's resigning. You can see her and some staff sobbing. I, I had <laughs> no idea. Uh, that was I, I went down a deep uh, uh, rabbit hole with her and Stephanopoulos worked for uh, well Clinton, yeah, and Bush Senior. He worked for both. I did not know that. Wow, that's crazy. Okay, uh, Diane Sawyer, I always, I always respected her, uh, and I still do as a news person. She still produces stuff. Uh, her dad was something famous too that is escaping me right now. I think he died in an air crash. I didn't go down that deep. Yeah. Of a Tom Sawyer. <laughs> oh come on now, that was funny. He went down uh, uh, the Mississippi River on a raft. Yeah. yeah. Okay, uh, Diane Sawyer over there, John Dawson. See, he's trying not to smile. That was funny. You did a good <coughs> one over Jan there. Jan Hooks used to play here on SNL. It was very funny. Uh, Diane Sawyer, how old is she today over there, John Dawson? 70. You say 70. What do you say, Jonathan Massey? 71. She was born December 22nd, 1945. She is 78 years old today. You take a two-to-one lead over there, Jonathan Massey, and it goes back to you. He's an amazing character actor who was in Pretty Woman, TV, Chicago Hope, and, and a lot more. I know you're a fan of him. Because every year we've had his birthday, you've professed your fandom of him. It's who? What? Hector Elizondo. Oh, hey, yeah, well, even if it's garbage, I'll watch him in anything. Yep, he's, he's a good actor. Hector Elizondo over there, uh, Jonathan Massey. Have I seen him in anything? Uh, Pretty Woman. He was the uh, hotel manager of Pretty Woman. He was a star of Chicago Hope. Hector Elizondo over there, Jonathan Massey. He's actually a libertarian on the show. 
just so you know. Okay. 71. You say 71. What do you say, John Dawson? Just so everybody's clear. Brian Hanks hates libertarians. <laughs> and that's not true, John. I hate to cut the birthday game short there. Hector Elizondo, 87 today. Maurice Gibbon, Robin Gibbon of the BGs, 74 today. Massey wins today, 3-2. to two. Uh, Massey wins the month of December, nine days to seven. This is our, that was our final birthday game of the year. We will have a special show on Tuesday, uh, the wedding show here. Hey, listen, have a very, very Merry Christmas. I love every one of you. Thank you for listening to the Brian Hank show. Have a great Christmas. We'll see you on Tuesday for the final show of the year, the wedding show. We'll see you then. Merry, Merry Christmas. Ho, ho, ho.